right, if you happen to have a Bible or an iPhone or an iPad or some kind of device with the Bible on it, go to 2 Timothy chapter 1. And um, I'll pick up there in just a second. I'm going to take an ever so slightly different tack to what I had planned. Let's just see where we land. Is that a suggestion? Yeah. <laughs> so all throughout 2017, we have been harping on to the point of ad nauseum that this is the year to step into the fullness of who you really are. It's what we've felt prophetically since the beginning of the year for those of us who are here for the first time or the second time. That's what we've been talking about all year. Um, and everything that we have done um, pretty much every Sunday has in some way spoken into that theme of this is the time for us to step into the fullness of who we really are. And in particular, we really felt this was a year for us to get a whole lot clearer about who we are and what we carry. Um, there was a whole group of us that did a program over the month of August um, around increasing our clarity around that. But we are, we're nearly at the end of the year, believe it or not. Like that's crept up just a little bit quick. Something about the older you get, the faster time goes, apparently. But um, we are nearly at the end of the year. There's only a couple of weeks till Christmas. Ah. <laughs> and what I want to do is get us at least reflecting a little on the year that's been, but starting to look to the year that's ahead. And if this was the year for us to begin to step into the fullness of who we really are, I feel like 2018 is the year for us to really start taking ground. So 2017 was a year about let, let's get some clarity and let's start kind of putting our feet in the water, if you like. But I feel like in 2018, both individually and corporately, it's time for us to take some ground. And what I'm feeling today from 2 Timothy chapter 1. So this 2 Timothy, obviously, it's one of two letters that Paul wrote to Timothy and if you know anything about Timothy, he was, um, he obviously had an amazing name. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. That was, that was really good. Um, but Timothy had a bit of a reputation for being a little bit timid. He was a little bit shy. He was a little bit backward in coming forward. Um, Paul was quite the opposite. Um, Paul didn't have any problem calling a spade a shovel. Um, but he spoke this right at the beginning of 2 Timothy chapter 1, this word to Timothy that I really feel like is significant for us. So um, verse 3, I'll start there. 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 3. So Paul in his letter to Timothy says, I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience as night and day I constantly, remembering, uh, I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. Now, here's the first part I want to pick up. It says, I'm reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice, and I'm persuaded now lives in you. So let's just get the, the surrounding of this letter to Timothy. Paul's recalling Timothy's spiritual heritage. And he's looking back through his family line. Obviously, he knew his mother and his grandmother. And he said, these were amazing people of faith. And I can see that same faith that they carried lives in you. Now, I know that there is a whole lot of people in this room that have an amazing spiritual heritage. None of us have a perfect heritage by any, by any, stretch, of the imagination, any stretch of the imagination. But a lot of us have a huge momentum of the kingdom and godliness coming down our family line. And what Paul is saying is, hey, dude, you have an amazing heritage. 
first and foremost. Now, then he says, for this reason, in other words, because of this heritage coming down at you, because of the wealth that is in you generationally, he says, for this reason, and remember, he's speaking to a guy that has a reputation for being a bit weak, a bit timid. And he's saying, for this, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God, which is in you by the laying out of my hands. I'm going to pick up on that some more in just a sec. For the spirit he gave us, or for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. So here we have a dude with an amazing heritage. And in his case, it was through his family line. And for many of us, it's through our family line. For some, it's, it's the spiritual environments that we've been a part of over the years. We've inherited a huge amount. But Timothy's thing was he had a tendency to stay comfortable. He was a bit timid and he had a tendency to go, you know what? Here's the boundaries of where I feel comfortable. Here's the boundaries of where I feel okay. And Paul pulls out his blowtorch and he says, how about we don't stay there? How about we don't stay there? And then there it is right there. Paul says, I remind you, fan it into flame." The gift of God, which is in you by the laying on of my hands. And Paul's talking in particular about his commissioning as an apostle. When Paul and the elders laid their hands on him and the, the laying on of hands wasn't just a symbolic act. It was actually an act of impartation in which a gift of God would transfer from Paul and the elders and, and rest on Timothy and, and now be his to steward. Now, every single one of us has a spiritual deposit that has been put in us in one way or another. And it's actually our job to steward that deposit. Every time someone has laid hands on you, in particular when significant people have laid hands on you, it creates an impartation of which there is an accountability almost on us to actually steward that, to, to stir it up. If I turn this up a bit louder and read it from the Amplified... You like that? <laughs> this is why I'd remind you to stir up, to rekindle the embers of, to fan the flame of, and keep burning. I, I love those words. Stir it up, rekindle the embers of it, fan the flame of, and keep burning. In other words, I am responsible for the fire in my own heart. And I feel like the Father wants to remind us as we come to the end of one year and we start to look to another, and, and he's, I feel like he's saying to us, it's time for us to start taking ground both, per both, both personally and corporately. And this is the beginning place of it, is there is a fire that has been placed in you and it's your job to stir it up. It's your job to rekindle it and to keep it burning. None of this, you know, I just feel like the fire's gone out. I don't know. We're not powerless victims. The fire in us is our own responsibility. So if you look back in 2017, what are, what are the things that God's done in you? Well,
what are the areas where he's made stuff a whole lot more clear to you? Where, where are the places where he, he said, you know what? It's here. It's, it's just, yeah. where are the places where you have discovered life afresh on the stuff that you love to do? Where, where has the longings of your heart really start to become a tree of life where you've gone, oh, I, I just feel so alive when I'm involved in that. I feel so alive when I'm doing that. Or at least I've got a sniff of it. Now it's your job to do stuff to stir that puppy up. <laughs> Don't wait for the next hot sermon, the next hot podcast, the next guest that's coming in from out of town. Next Sunday, incidentally, one of my really good friends from Perth is going to be over here and going to be downloading a whole lot of goodness on us. Brad Joss is his name. Um, more about that on Facebook this week. Um, but he's going to be down for a, um, for a heart revolution leaders thing that Deb and I are a part of. We're going away for a few days with Phil and Maria Mason and these guys. And Brad happens to be flying in. And I said, ah, I can have you, right? Sunday night, yes? He's like, yes. So he's going to be here next Sunday night. More on that during the week. Um, don't wait for the next thing, though. Don't wait for the next hot speaker out of town. Don't, don't wait for the next hot podcast. It's actually your job to stir up that fire. Now, how do you do that? It sounds like a great idea, but how on earth do you do that? I, I think there's some spiritual ways. I think there's some practical ways. In the Spirit, praying in the Spirit, praying in tongues, I think is one of the... I, and I actually think in many ways, as I look at the context of this, that... Um, that Paul had in mind, Timothy, get praying in the Spirit, because as you pray in the Spirit, Paul says in Corinthians, that you edify yourself or you build, you, you build yourself up. And I actually think potentially, primarily, that's what Paul is saying, is start praying in the Spirit. Start engaging your spirit in prayer and stir that thing up that is inside you. That, that's one way. But you can stir yourself up by the things you read, by the testimonies that you put, in, put yourself in front of, the particular scriptures that you put yourself in front of. In other words, we can start to refine our focus. So for me, let, let's talk practically for a second. When there are certain things that I have to do as part of my business that, I know, that, that are important, but I don't love them. So for example, when I go into an organization and we measure their culture, one of the great things that I get to do is to write this really flipping lengthy report on several hundred pieces of data points that come in um, through the survey stuff that we do. And I get to pull all of that together. I get to put it into this report for which I think I should get letters after my name, but I never do <laughs> because of the length of these things. Um, I love the output of it. I love what it does and I love, you know, all, but, but the process of it just drives me a tad batty. So there are things that I have to do to stir up certain feelings that will help me to actually do that. Otherwise, every little shiny notification that comes across my screen, I'll go, oh, that's really important. Let's answer that email. I'll do everything else but. Am I, am I right? Yes. Yeah, see? <laughs> so, there, so on a day when I have to write a report like that, and it often takes about two days, those mornings, and including the night before, there are certain things I need to put myself in front of to stir up that thing. Now, now I have no problem writing. What's that? Ice cream, yeah, no, that, that's bad <laughs> for this particular thing. It's great for other things, but it's not particularly useful for, for that one. There are things that I put myself in front of. There are certain things that I read that starts to stir up in me that writing thing that I know that I can do, but I just don't like to sit still for that long. 
But when I put myself in front of the right, I know that's a shock. I know it's a deep shock. But there are certain things when I put myself when I put myself in front of it, it creates a certain stirring in me that makes that a whole lot easier. So what are the things that you need to put yourself in front of? What are the things that, that you need to expose yourself to, to fan up the gift of God that's in you? Because the gift of God that's on you is different to the gift of God on someone else. There are certain passions and things that, that, that are on your life that are part of the way that you're wired and part of the way that you're called. And there's going to be different things that you need to put yourself in front of. And sometimes just putting yourself in front of Scripture generally isn't enough. There are certain Scriptures that you need to stir on. Especially when you've had prophetic words that have contained certain Scriptures. Or where God has spoken certain Scriptures to you about your destiny. Very specifically, that's the sort of stuff that you need to put yourself in front of. You need to put yourself in front of testimonies or writings of people who are further down the track in that realm than you are. And as you do, pay attention to the stirring that happens. I don't know about you, but when, when, when I resonate with the call on someone else's life, something happens inside me. I can feel it stirring in me and going, <laughs> more. And I, I can kind of feel like faith building and this kind of excitement that starts to well up. See, that, that's what's meant to happen. You know, who, who are the people um, somewhere out there, whether, you know, whether they be podcasts, books, or whether they be actual people, that when you hear from them, it stirs something in your spirit. That's the sort of stuff you need to be exposing yourself to. Are we making sense? So in 2018, it's time to take some ground. 2017 was a bit about clarity, was about waking some stuff up, about getting some stuff healed. And all of that will continue happening. That, that never stops. All of that will continue happening. But it's time to take some ground, both personally and corporately. To do that, none of this, you know, you have an amazing heritage, but we like to stay comfortable. <laughs> We've had amazing experiences of God in our past but we've got ourselves into this place where we're comfy. We don't want to push ourselves outside that zone too much. Yeah, if, if your destiny is going to be fulfilled, this one thing I can promise you, it's going to be seriously inconvenient. Isn't that great news? It's just awesome. It's going to be seriously inconvenient. So if you think you can fulfill your destiny while things are staying convenient, you're kidding yourself. And it's a recipe for mediocrity. But the thing that, that kind of makes the inconvenient convenient is when you are so stirred up on the inside, you can't help it. It's like, I just got to do this thing. So often we focus on doing the task rather than creating the environment in us that makes the task really easy. And I want to suggest, as we fan into flame that gift of God that's within us, it's going, that fire that we stir up, rather than keep saying, I've got to step out, I've got to step out, just fuel the fire, and the fire will propel you out. Are we making sense? Let's stand. I'm going to pray. And then we're going to pray for, I reckon, pretty much everyone. I mean, you always have choice in this. Always. <laughs> But we want to just pray a stirring over you. So I want to get Deb and...
Cam and Elite, call, out, call team peeps out. Like, come out, like, any time about now. Are any, before I pray, are any of you stirring anything that you need to add to what I'm saying right now? Fire, that's all? That's enough. Okay, let's do this. That's what I thought, just to be sure. So, let's just stick our hands out for a moment. Yeah, Father, we just want to acknowledge the human desire to be in our convenient zone and our comfortable zone. And corporately, we want to say pox on that. <laughs> and we want a purpose to fan into flame the gift of God that is in us. We want to, we want to stir up the embers and we want uh, the wind of your spirit to blow on those hot coals so that fire is the outcome. God, we speak to the desires, to the deposits of your spirit, to the deposits of destiny that have been placed in our heart. And we, we, we call to the wind of the spirit. And we say, blow on those embers now in Jesus' name. Blow on those embers. We welcome angelic activity to come and to stir around us and to carry in the presence of God on your wings, to carry in the fire of God. We welcome that in Jesus' name. Yeah, we just, we stir up the fire. We stoke up that fire in us corporately now. In Jesus' name. I want you to just for a moment to just get a picture. And, and I'm not necessarily, it doesn't have to be prophetic, but if it becomes that, then woohoo. But just get a picture in your mind of you absolutely fully alive doing the stuff that you feel like you were put on this planet to do. And if you don't know what that is yet, picture yourself knowing that and walking into it. And it you know, may not be a specific task, but, but kind of associate into that feeling of, I know who I am. I know what I'm put on this planet to do. I know my purpose. I know my calling. I know who Christ is in me. Just begin to, to call that picture up. See yourself absolutely and fully alive, completely unrestrained. Completely without fear. Now just turn up the intensity of the picture. Step into it a little fuller. Step into it a little more. just start to let the passions of your heart be stirred more toward that. If the what ifs start coming, arguing against it, just kind of acknowledge they're there and just let them go through to the keeper for the moment. We can deal with them later. 
but just allow yourself to desire those things that you're seeing and feeling right now. Because desire realized as a tree of life. And the tree of life is your connection to eternity. You see it in Genesis. You see it in Revelation. And the connection is in Proverbs, right in the middle. That says we eat from the tree of life as we're walking in the desires, in the God-given desires of our heart. Now, Jesus, add your fire to those pictures. Add your fire to those pictures. Take them further. Because eyes not yet seen, nor ears not yet heard, nor has it entered into the heart of man what you have prepared for us. And you are the God that can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask or even imagine. And I, imagine, I, I get that some of us are imagining some fairly wild stuff right now, but you're able to do even more than that. So turn the pictures up. Turn up the fire on them, Jesus, because there is more. We don't want to limit you to the things that we can see and to the things that we know now. So breathe your fire on it, Jesus. Now, I want to encourage you just take to an absolute free will in here. Of course, but I want to, if you would like someone to join with you in believing for that, you don't have to say anything about what it is. We just want to lay hands on you and just pray a stirring and a fire on that. Just come down the front right now. And our team are just going to move around all of you. That would be like now. Just start coming out the front right now if you would like someone to blow some fire on that for you. Just start praying. Just start praying fire. Just start praying stirring up. Yeah, more fire, God. More fire, God. praying for you just cooperate just be stirring your own spirit
keep stirring your own spirit, whether you're being prayed for or whether you're waiting for someone to come and pray for you, just keep stirring your own spirit. You're the God who does exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or imagine.